1: The fan is live and local on Sunday morning. And if you're thinking this is another show talking about gambling and fantasy football rosters, you'd be 100% correct. Will you teach me to football? This This is On the Money with Scotty Vegas and Dave Biddle. Here we'll teach you to football.
0: Sponsored by Mobile Center, taking care of all your cellular needs. Mobile Center is now part of the 5GT mobile network. And Bud Light, America's favorite light lager.
2: Welcome to the season debut of On The Money. I am Dave Biddle. I am joined by Scott Prokop. We like to call him Scotty Vegas. We have producer Bodie Wells at the controls. This is a show about fantasy football and sports gambling, two of our favorite things in the world. Scotty Vegas, how are you doing this morning, my friend?
0: I am fantastic, Dave, and, and you know what? We're we're at the nine AM start and Dave, it kinda feels like, you know, that, that Fox big noon Saturday kick, right? We're a little bit earlier this year, but it's gonna be great and we're we're leading right into Browns coverage, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, that's that's huge. I love that. Um that uh, the fan is now the home
2: of the Cleveland Browns as well as being the home of Ohio State football and the crew and the blue jackets, just adding to the portfolio there. I love that uh now. We're also the home of the Cleveland Browns, which does move us up a little bit, but, uh, Happy to do this from nine to 11. You know, we have more of the, more of the day ahead of us now. And football, man, you can just smell it in the air. I mean, we have the preseason going on in the NFL, but as far as regular games, we're just now 11 days away from the Buckeyes kicking off against Minnesota on a Thursday night, just three weeks away from opening Sunday in the NFL, which is always one of my favorite days of the year, Scotty. That opening Sunday. Now the NFL season actually kicks off 18 days from now on a, on a Thursday night, but that first Sunday in the NFL, man, that opening Sunday, one of the best sports days of the year.
0: Yeah, there's nothing like it. And I'll tell you what, Dave, I got a little goosebumps when you said we're down to 11 days until that game against Minnesota. I mean, we're going to go over the things we're most excited about uh, here in a minute. But, man, 11 days till we get to see what this offense is going to be. I I, I can't wait. I got the goosebumps already. Yeah,
2: I was over there yesterday, and Ryan Day called that uh, kind kind of impromptu press conference. We got word... Friday evening, and you're wondering, "Uh oh, what's this? Is this something bad?" And you know, I kind of uh asked uh, somebody at Ohio State, "Is this? Should I brace myself for something?" And they're like, "No, no, this is good. It's it's something good." So CJ Stroud uh, named the starting quarterback yesterday. No surprise there, but uh, yeah, let's get into that. You mentioned it. Let's get into the top five things that we are most excited about for this football season. This could be college football. Could be the NFL. You could use the CFL if you want, Scotty. I'm not going to do that. (laughs) College or the NFL? Scotty, you have the floor first. What are the five things you're looking forward to the most this football season?
0: So for me, number one, Dave, is being back on campus. Uh, You know, last year was obviously rough. We we were fortunate in the fact that we got football. uh, But the fact that now we're going to be back on campus, tailgates, things like that. Look, the last sporting event, I was—I went to a tennis tournament this week down in, down in Mason, and that was the first major sporting event that I've been in the stands at uh, in over a year. So, you know, the fact that we are actually going to be able to be in the stands or in the press box or just being on campus, that's the number one thing for me going into this year. I love it. I love it. Uh, number one thing for me, I will
2: go with just how Ohio State looks and will they win the national championship <laughs> I just, yeah not to put any pressure on them there but that's the goal i mean you know obviously you know you know you got to take it one goal at a time first goal you'll beat michigan win the big 10 win the you know get to the playoffs but now i think they've got the team to do it i really do they're young at spots including quarterback um secondary but they've got enough veterans too and they're extremely talented and this offense is going to be absolutely elite and I think the defense will be much improved so I'm just curious how Ohio State looks how C.J. Stroud looks as the starting quarterback and eventually can they get over that Alabama hump presuming it's Alabama presuming they get another chance and win the national championship I think they've got a really good shot this year what's number two for you
0: so I'm piggybacking based on what you just said and I want to see how good this ohio state offense is is going to be because i think you know with with the talent the wide receivers i mean just thinking about that wide receiver room gets me excited for as you said 11 days from now against minnesota so just seeing that and how good that unit's going to be this year uh, look i mean the defensive line i'm so pumped to watch them uh, all these young guys so this Ohio State team, specifically, though, you mentioned going for a national championship. I cannot wait. I, the last time I remember wide receivers this good and this deep was probably that uh, Ted Ginn, Santonio Holmes, Anthony Gonzalez. I think this group is going to be even better, so I'm going to put that at number two.
2: Yeah, they're I like that. They're even deeper. I mean, you you might yeah. have a situation where like uh it looks like Jaden Ballard, who's a really talented true freshman, is going to be the number seven wide receiver, <laughs> and like Emeka Egbuka might be the number five wide receiver. Julian Fleming might be the number six. I mean, it's just crazy. It's just it's amazing. All right, number two for me, being a Bengals fan, I'm very curious how Joe Burrow looks this year, but he's been up and down. He feels like he's now getting more comfortable. Is not playing in the pro in the preseason early talk out of camp was, you know, he was really, you know, struggling to get over that mental hurdle coming off of that serious leg injury. Now word is he's been looking a lot better in practice. I have no illusions the Bengals are going to be good this year. I just want them to show improvement and I want Joe Burrow to have a big year and just, you know, Reinforce that he is the guy for the next decade plus, and so I'm just curious how well Joe Burrow plays this year. What's number yeah, three good, for you, Scotty? Go ahead. Yeah,
0: good call on that, Dave. I, you know, I'm very interested in that as well. And there's a couple new teams for me in the NFL that'll be interesting this year. Number one, the Jags. How will they be under Urban Meyer? I, I want to see that. That's must see TV for me now is how well Urban Meyer and the Jags will do. Uh, number two, you know, as far as, as teams, new teams for me to follow, it's going to be the Bears. Look, I want to see how good Justin yes. Fields is going to be when he's going to start, hopefully relatively soon. Uh, I know we've seen some, some preseason games yesterday and, and, and you know, the fact that he, he was out there, he took a big hit yesterday, which scared me. But I want to see Justin Fields on the field. I think he's going to be spectacular in the NFL. I think actually we're going to get into to fantasy and and where you're drafting different guys. I'm telling you, Justin Fields not just a homer pick here. Uh, you know, he might not start in you know till week three, four, five, whenever. But I'm telling you, down the stretch in a fantasy football season, he could be a huge factor, and I just can't wait. Can't wait to see a stud NFL quarterback from the Buckeyes. So I'm going to say Justin Fields with the Bears, Urban Meyer with the Jags. There's more interest in some of these other NFL teams for me now.
2: I like that one. Um, My number three, um, I I didn't have Urban. That's a good one, though. Uh, You kind of combine those together. I like that. But I I have Justin Fields. I'm watching Justin Fields. Will we, meaning will Ohio State, finally have – A quarterback from Ohio State that becomes a star in the NFL and I feel like he will be the one I feel like he will be the one I think the Jets blew it by taking Zach Wilson now he looked good you know in the most recent preseason game I believe it was last night um but still man there's been a lot of talk he's been struggling I mean field should have been the number two pick of the draft in my opinion I'm really curious how he how he's going to do this year like you said he's going to win this job at some point if he doesn't win it in week one um you know Andy Dalton is you know he you know, I've made fun of Andy Dalton a lot. He really, he's like a solid NFL quarterback though, and it's, it's hard to be a solid NFL quarterback. So, he's not beating out some schlub, but, uh, Justin Fields will win that job, and it's gonna be fascinating to see if the Buckeyes finally have a former quarterback in the NFL that becomes a star. He doesn't need to be a star this year, but, you know, does he lay the groundwork to becoming a star? It'll be very interesting to see. Alright, what's number four for you, Scotty?
0: Number four, Dave, I'm gonna go with, and I'm gonna knock on wood as I say this. I'm excited for full Saturdays of college football. We, we got cheated out last year in the fact that 139 games in the regular season were canceled last year. I'm ready for my butt to be sitting on a couch from <laughs> noon until midnight. Once that, that pack 12 after dark game gets going, I'm ready for 12 hours on the couch on Saturdays this year, not worrying about oh, this game's canceled, this game's canceled. Hopefully we don't have to deal with that as much this year. And the fact that we're going to be able to, from those Saturday games, because last year, Dave, I thought college football uh, took a beating. You know, the NFL, they were able to get most of their games in. uh, Well, they got the whole season in. And, you know, the fact that they were able to kind of maneuver scheduling around. Look, last year, so frustrating. Hopefully we don't deal with, with that this year. I'm so excited for that noon to midnight on the couch on Saturdays.
2: I love it. I love it. I'll be, you know, sometimes in the press box, sometimes uh, on the couch. So I'll, I'll be splitting duty. Um, but, uh, number four for me, how bad will Michigan be this year? Yeah, They're unranked to begin the year. And then you look at others receiving votes. are about 32nd, um, in the AP poll. You're thinking, okay, man, that's, that's pretty bad for Michigan, right? That's over. They're overrated there. Here's why I, I, I feel that way. I, the guy that I trust the most of the, all oh, the national, Prognosticators is Phil Steele. He has, and I know I'm not alone there. Um, it's reason his magazine is the most popular one and one of the few magazines that's still uh, left standing. He has Michigan ranked 60th in the country. 60th. He, he ranks every team, you know, one through whatever it is, 128. He has Michigan 60th. And I'm going to give a little heads up to the, you know our final segment. We do best bets. We give you advice on you know five bets we really like. Michigan's over. I'm just going to, you know, let the cat out of the bag on this one. I love this bet. Michigan's over under is seven and a half wins for 12 game regular season. That means if you think that they are going to get the over and you think they're going to lose to Ohio State in the game, that means they would have to enter the game at eight and three for you to hit the over. I love the under of seven and a half wins for Michigan. I won't be surprised if they're five and seven. I don't see a lot of depth on this team. I see holes in certain areas. They've got some solid starters. They've got a lot of new coaches, guys that I look like to be in over their head, a defensive coordinator that's never been a defensive coordinator, uh, an offensive line coach that's never been an offensive line coach before, a head coach that, hello, just seemed lost ever since he's been there. Um, I think Michigan's going to be bad this year. I think under seven and a half wins. Um, you know, I think that's a safe bet right there. All right. Number five for you, Scotty.
0: First off, Dave, what a great call by you! And I'm and I'm mad at myself that I didn't have Michigan Miseries in my top five of the of the things that I'm most excited about for this year because I'm with you. We were going through their schedule yesterday and we were trying to like predict how many wins that they were going to get, and you know I was looking five. Maybe six, you know, a, a, at best seven. Right, and they could five even get this to year. seven,
2: and you could, if, even if they get to seven, yeah. which I don't think they will. You'd still win the bet, <laughs> I mean, right?
0: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, look, just looking at their schedule, you've got Washington, uh, which I think is going to be a really tough game for them. They're at Wisconsin, they're at Nebraska, they're at Michigan State, at Penn State, at Maryland. I, you know and then of course Ohio State and Indiana at home it's going to be tough and i'm with you on that best bet as under uh their win their win total i'm i'm with you uh number 5 for me though it's got to be parlays, Dave. It's got to be parlays. It's those Sunday parlays where I love to just pick three, four winners, put them together, and, and hope they come through. And, and you know what? I said Sunday parlays. I also like doing Saturday parlays. Uh, Dave, I like doing Thursday parlays. So, yes, parlays for football season. I'm all in, Dave. Ah, oh, the Parlay King, Scotty Vegas. I love it. Number five for me. This is
2: like kind of a combination thing. Will the Bucks repeat, or is this the Chiefs' year? Seems like it's the Chiefs' year. Or can the Browns crash the party, or the Bills? But let's talk about the Browns with home of the Browns here on ninety seven point one. The Fan. Can the Browns crash the party? They're one of those teams that could. Obviously, the favorites are the Chiefs and the Bucks, but can the Browns crash the party, or is it going to be Bucks repeating and Tom Brady riding out in the sunset? If you know, assuming he does, or the Chiefs look pretty loaded. The one thing they needed to do was beef up that offensive line. What did they do? They beefed up that offensive line. Unlike my Bengals, which decided, eh, worst offensive line in the NFL. Let's just barely upgrade it. Uh, I'm trying to get Joe Burrow killed again. Um, all right, Scotty, let's move along here. Let's talk about our betting offseason. Any good stories to share? I, I, I hear you're, you've been doing really, really well in the golf betting.
0: Dave, it has been an, a run that I cannot believe. And I can tell you for the first time ever, Dave, I have beat the books. So let me just yes. throw this out at you. So uh, back at the Memorial Tournament, that's when everything got started. I had Patrick Cantlay for a big amount, ended up coming through after Rom had to withdraw. And then I was able, I had that account padded, right? I had a good amount. And then week after week after week, over 10 weeks, I had record-setting wins for me four times. Four times I just kept hitting golf bets, and it got so ridiculous, Dave, that uh, the book that I use actually ended up saying I can no longer do live betting, and I can (laughs) no longer bet on golf. So They, they, I, I call them up and I'm like, hey, for some reason I can't, I can't get my bets in. And they're like, yeah, your count has actually, uh, been limited now. You are no longer to do these live bets. You're no longer to do these golf bets. I wanted to cry a little bit because I'll tell you what, it was a very, very profitable summer for me. And I know, Dave, that you've got a good March Madness story.
2: Yes, you got me in this fantastic March Madness pool. I'm not just saying that because I got lucky and, and did so well and won it. I've never done anything like that where we draft players and it's just how many points they score and you, know, you have to draft at, you know, at least one guy that's 13 seed or above and you know, we drafted our players and, um, I, you know, I, I, won, I won some good coin on that. Um, now you guys are going to get me back yes, this year. Now, now I've got a bullet on, or I've got a bullseye on my back now. So I got to really be careful. But that, yeah, that was a lot of fun. I appreciate you inviting me. I hope I'm invited back. I, w- I was a rude, uh, first year entry into your, uh, March Madness pool, my
0: friend. It was incredible what you did, by the way, in that March Madness pool. So, uh, one of your guys, Was a VCU player, which meant he got zero points for the whole tournament, and you still kicked our butt throughout that whole thing. I remember I had friends texting me, uh, that, that basically they would, they're not gonna be able to make rent this month because of, uh, having to pay out to Dave Biddle. Uh, but no, it was, it was an incredibly fun run in March Madness. You kicked, uh, you kicked all of our butts, and that was, that was a lot of fun. Beginner's luck.
2: Beginner's luck. All right. (laughs) On the Money is sponsored by Mobile Center, taking care of all of your cellular needs. Mobile Center, now part of the 5G T-Mobile Network. And Bud Light, America's favorite light logger. The Fan, Ohio's sports destination. All right. Up next, Scotty and I are going to do a two-round mock fantasy football draft. That is up next on the Money, 97.1 The Fan.
1: Constantly interrupting valuable airtime to sell $3 stickers. What a business plan. The Fan, Ohio sports destination.
2: On the money, 97.1 The Fan. I am Dave Biddle. I am joined by Scotty Vegas. If you're just joining us, this is a show about fantasy football and sports gambling, two of the greatest things in life. Scotty and I are now going to do a two-round mock fantasy draft. This will be a snake draft. So we'll draft a total of 24 players, 12 players each. One caveat, we each need to take a quarterback at some point. Scotty, are you ready? I am ready. Let's do it. All right. All right. Coin flip. Heads or tails? You call it.
0: I'm going tails. It's tails. Tails never fails. You've got the first pick. All right. This one's easy. Everybody should be taking, regardless of the format of their draft. Everybody should be taking Christian McCaffrey, number one. Uh, so obviously, I'm going McCaffrey at one. Uh, no overthinking this one.
2: I will take with the number two pick
0: of our fake draft, Dalvin Cook. Yeah, Cook's a monster. Uh, he, you know, I'm I'm I have Cook at number two too. So I, I'm going to go number three. Uh, and I had this guy last year in my main league, and it's so fun when you know you're guaranteed such a good game, and so often he puts up a ridiculous game. I'm going to go Derek Henry at number three.
2: Losing the coin flip is affecting me greatly. You keep taking my picks, <laughs> but that's all right. I will take – this is this is not a bad guy to take, just like uh, Cook was not a bad guy to take. I will take Alvin – Kamara. It's not Kamara, everybody. Not like the soccer players that played for the crew. There was a couple named Kai Kamara, and there was another named Kamara. This is Kamara. Kamarica. I like to remind people of that. It's like the most mispronounced name ever. Kamara, number four pick. There you <laughs> yep. go. All right, here you go, number
0: five. Good pick, Dave, and that's, that's how I power rank my top four. I feel like that's how pretty much every draft is going to go. It's going to go McCaffrey, Cook, Henry, and Kamara all in the top four. Um Here's where it gets a little interesting for me. And by the way, we are not going based on number of players at a position. So obviously it's just a two-man league here. We're just going how we think this this draft should go, power ranking-wise. Uh, I'm going to go number five in a bounce-back year, Zeke Elliott. I think uh, injuries killed the Cowboys last year, especially on the offensive line. Uh, Dak is back. That line is back. I think this offense was scary good early last year. And, you know, the fact that they have such a crappy defense, I like that. So I think that's going to help Zeke's production. I'm going Zeke at number five, Dave. I like that. I'm high on Zeke this year. But you know what's funny? When I'm reading a lot of people with the you know
2: don't draft list, you know, and that Zeke's making a lot of those. And I'm thinking, man, they, their offensive line's good again. I mean, Dax got like you know a little banged up. Obviously, they're going to throw the ball, but you know, I think Zeke's motivated this year. I really do. I like that pick. I will. Um, I'll go with a running back. I'm going to go with Austin Eckler.
0: Ooh, at number right.
2: six, right? Yeah, that was number six. Yep. So you're up at number seven.
0: So, uh, just real quick on Eckler, because I, I think a lot of people stay away from him, uh, you know. But I think this Chargers team is going to be really solid this year, and I think Eckler can kind of play that uh, play a, a, a big role this year. So six, a little high for me, but but I do like Eckler a lot. Um, I, I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at going for the first wide receiver. And so I'm going to go at number 7, Devontae Adams. I think he's got to be the number 1 wide receiver this year. Uh, Led the league in targets per game last year. I think he's as safe as it gets. I'm going to take Devontae Adams, first wide receiver off the board. I will also take my wide receiver one here. I'm going Tyreek Hill.
2: I actually, and everybody has Devontae Adams ranked a spot higher than Tyreek Hill. I get it, at wide receiver. I like Hill a little better. I just, there's not any, like you know strive for anything not not that Rogers and and uh, Adams have any strife but like there's you know the contract situation with Adams it just that stuff can you know that stuff can matter i'm going to go with Tyreek Hill with my pick at number 8 all right you're up at number 9 my friend
0: yeah, I, I know that you've always been high on Tyreek, and, and why not? He's been amazing. But I, did, I think you owned him in a couple leagues last year, and you know that's that's a good pick. I'm going to go with uh, another Kansas City Chief. I'm going to go Travis Kelsey. And the reason why is between the number one tight end and number two tight end, there's a huge gap in my mind, you know. Travis Kelsey has been the number one fantasy tight end in the last five years. Uh, broke the record for yards in a season by a tight end last year. Last year would have been wide receiver number four. So he's basically a top-notch wide receiver that you can plug into the tight end role. So I'm drafting him in a lot of leagues this year, right around 7, 8. Uh, so I'm going to go Kelsey at 9.
2: Let's uh, go through these pretty fast. We still have a few minutes left in the segment here. Okay, number 10. A couple picks left here in the first round of our fake draft. I'm not crazy about this, but I'm going to take Saquon Barkley at number 10. Who you got at 11?
0: Yeah, good pick with Barkley. I'm going to go Aaron Jones at 11. Okay, I like that. I had him
2: next. I have, and I like this, at 12. To close out the first round, I get the next two picks. I will take... Nick Chubb at 12, Mm. and I will come back with Joe Mixon at 13. Ohio running backs, bam, you're up at 14.
0: Yep, yep. Man, I'm I'm mad you got Mixon because I wanted Mixon. I'm going to go Najee Harris with the Steelers, so we're going uh, all these AFC uh, running backs here back-to-back-to-back. I'm going to go Harris. That's pick 14, and uh, you're up for 15. So you went east out
2: of Ohio to a border state. I'll go west out of Ohio to a border state and take Jonathan Taylor with 15th pick. you got at 16?
0: Yeah, and we're a little low on Taylor. I think Taylor's probably a little bit better than, than pick 15. I'm going to go Antonio Gibson uh, for the football team at pick 16. El football
2: team. Okay. That was 16. So I'm up at 17. we got to take a
0: quarterback at some point. I'm taking Patrick Mahomes at 17. Yep, yep, and I will. Uh, I'll wait then on quarterback since you're not taking, <laughs> you know another, not taking one. another one. <laughs> strategy, even in this fake fantasy, <laughs> gotta, there's always mind games. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, let me go with uh, DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf uh, at, at pick eighteen. I love it. Okay, I will go with Stephon Diggs at nineteen. Yep. Knew that was coming. He was the, my next guy on the board. Uh, let me give you guys another running back that I love this year, uh, Chris Carson. He's a guy who I, I think will, will have an, a huge year, and if you can get him late in the second round, early third round, uh, I love him. Pick number 20, Chris Carson. Pick number 21,
2: J.K. Dobbins. Yes. Go get it. Come back with it. Twenty-one right. J.K. Dobbins. So okay, who you got a twenty-two. I,
0: I can wait one more pick before I take Josh Allen. So That's I'm going to throw in Calvin Ridley Ooh, at pick mine. number twenty-two. Okay. Um, okay.
2: So I will take. I'll take Justin Jefferson at twenty-three. My final pick. Okay. You, and you got Josh Allen at twenty-four. And yep, Allen at four at twenty-four. And we're betting a thousand on this. We said no. Yeah. <laughs> 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 We're, I'm punting on uh, tight end. We're all punting on uh, kicker and defense and all that good stuff. First of all, we shouldn't even have kickers in fantasy, but whatever. All right. Up next, we take a look at the betting and fantasy preview for the Cleveland Browns. That is up next on the money 97.1. The fan.
1: Head to 971thefan.com to listen on demand and subscribe to all our podcasts. Wasting time has never been easier. The fan, Ohio sports destination.
2: On the money, 97.1 The Fan. I am Dave Biddle, joined by Scotty Vegas. All right, Scotty, let's take a look at the betting and fantasy preview for the Cleveland Browns. A lot to get into. What are some things that stand out the most to you?
0: Yeah, starting with uh, with Baker at quarterback. Look at I- for me, I think the Browns are going to be really good this year. It's just I'm not buying into Baker Mayfield as a fantasy quarterback. I think they're going to r- win games running the football with their defense. Uh, to me, Baker just needs to throw 27 to 33 times per game, not turn the ball over, which is not a recipe for big fantasy numbers. So he'll put up some games. He might be a, a quarterback you can stream in, in different weeks, but for me, Baker Baker's not the guy. But the guy. Who I love, and you took him in in our draft uh, just a few minutes ago. It's it's Nick Chubb, and I think Chubb might be, if not the best running back in the NFL, one of the top two or three. He's not there as far as fantasy because one Kareem Hunt steals a little bit of the uh, a little bit in the passing game, but he doesn't he doesn't catch as much. But here's the thing for me, as far as all around running backs, Nick Chubb is a top three running back in the NFL. But he's probably a top ten type fantasy running back. Uh, what do you think, Dave? I completely agree with your assessment of Chubb. I love him. I'm saying
2: this as a Bengal fan. I love it, the way he runs the ball. He he is so damn good. But yeah, because of you know Kareem Hunt being there, uh, he's going to steal some carries. He's going to you know steal the receptions from the running back spot and. You know, Stefanski, this goes to your point with Baker Mayfield, why I'm not high on him as a fantasy quarterback. I think he can be a good NFL quarterback this year, like he was last year, and lead the Browns to a lot of wins. Um, Stefanski wants to run the ball. Now, you're going to throw the ball a certain amount when you have OBJ and Landry, uh, and you have Baker. Um, but he seems like a guy that wants to run the ball, and they have a tremendous offensive line. Every Browns fan knows that. I mean, I mean, one of the best in football. Uh, you could argue it's the best. So, um, yeah, I love Chubb. I love Chubb, and if it wasn't for Kareem Hunt being there, he would be a top three fantasy back. Uh, I think you nailed it there. Um, so, you know, Now, obviously, OBJ is going to get drafted. Landry is going to get drafted. I wouldn't, I wouldn't draft those guys high. The one guy that I would target high, obviously, is Chubb. I think he's tremendous. Uh, but again, for fantasy, we're talking tremendous more like, you know, early second round tremendous, not top three overall tremendous. All right, let's look at some betting odds here. Now, the Browns, if you are a, a Browns fan that believes the Browns are going to win the Super Bowl, you can win some coin here. 16 to 1 odds to win the Super Bowl, the eighth highest in the NFL. So thirty two teams, you're in that you know that top uh, that top quarter of teams. That's got to feel good if you're a Browns fan. What do you make of that? Sixteen to one odds to win the Super Bowl for the Cleveland Browns.
0: Well, it's interesting that it's eighth highest, and the thing for me, if you look at it, money's coming in on the Browns. So while they might be sixteen to one, they're one of the top teams that people are betting on. Which That's all is, from which Bo
2: Bishop, though. <laughs> mostly coming from Bo Bishop, isn't it?
0: Yeah. And but it also shows that people think that there's value in that sixteen to one. So that that number has creeped down, um, you know, sixteen to one. And and you know, looking at some of the other betting numbers, Dave, to win the AFC, they're eight to one. Now, in my case, if I'm taking them, if I if I feel like this this team's going far, I'm not just betting that eight to one on the AFC. Because that AFC is stacked this year, right? I mean, we know how good the Chiefs are. We know that the Bills are really good. It's just, it's a tough division. The Browns aren't even the favorite in the division, which we'll get into in a minute. So, uh, for me, I would take the 16 to 1 Super Bowl over doing the AFC at 8 to 1. But it's interesting that they're not the favorite in the AFC North.
2: I'm glad you brought that up. This is called, I already did it once with my, uh, you know, giving away one of my best bets, final segment of the show. um, That uh, Michigan under seven and a half wins is one of my favorite bets of the year. You know, 12 game regular season schedule that have to be entering the game at eight and three if you believe they're going to lose to Ohio State, which they will, for them to hit the over there. Michigan under seven and a half. Another one that I love, another one I'm going to give away is Browns plus 150 to win the AFC North. I feel like they're the best team in the league and it's or in the division. And it, you know, it takes I think some people, you know, you just automatically think it's going to be the, the the Ravens or the Steelers and then maybe the Browns, you know. It's like that's not the case this year. I think the Browns have the best team. I think they have the best roster and I Kevin Stefanski is a tremendous head coach. He's already proven that in one year. He's unflappable over there and I think they're the best team. So of all of these bets, plus 150 for the Browns To win the AFC North is my favorite.
0: I like that one, too. And, you know, I went up to Berea, actually, on Friday. And then we were driving back. It was part of a a listener uh, with with 97-1 now tied in with the Browns. We got to go up there and and see one of their last training camp practices. And on the way back, I was looking at the schedule, and I was just kind of going, win, win, loss. You know, going through the schedule, trying to figure out exactly how many wins I think they'll get. And Dave, I had them getting 12 wins. I had them at 12 and 5 this year, uh, which actually, you know, the over under on their number of wins this year is 10 and a half. So if, if they hit that number, that 12, there's a little bit of breathing room between 12 and, and 10 and a half. So, um, you know, I like them as far as what you said with the division at plus 150. I like the over. Of ten and a half. There's also a line out there. Will they make the playoffs? They're, that's minus two thirty, and what that means is it takes two hundred and thirty dollars to win a hundred bucks uh, for them to make the playoffs. I like that as well. So there's a lot of a lot of prop bets out there on the Browns that I like uh, better than betting them to win the Super Bowl or better than them winning the AFC. I think the the AFC North. Uh, odds are good. I think the over ten and a half is good, and I like the minus two thirty to make the playoffs. And and Dave, there's a couple of good player prop bets out there as well.
2: Yeah, and before we get to those, would you recommend? Because I really like your idea with the over under. I, I feel like if the Brand yeah, I, I could see eleven and six. I mean, ten and seven to me that would be a bad season for the Browns, and I, I don't see them having a bad season. To me, that'd be a bad season given what I just said about them. Yeah, and then I mean. You don't. Even, I mean, I, you're right. I think 12 and five is a strong possibility, and you don't even need to hit 12 and five for you to win the bet. Uh, you just need to be 11 and six. So I do. I like that um, over 10 and a half wins for the Cleveland Browns. And would you recommend parlaying that with? Because if you believe they're going to be over 10 and a half wins, which we do, you probably also believe they're going to win the AFC North. Would you parlay those two together, plus 150 to win the North over under or over 10 and a half wins, and maybe also parlay it with? Minus 230 to make the playoffs, because obviously if they have 11 wins, they're making the playoffs.
0: I would love that. Most books don't let you do a correlated parlay like that, but I, I love all of those. So yeah, I think obviously if they're going to win the division, they're going to go over the 10.5 the wins. Um, and, and another prop bet out there that I think is interesting... And and see what you think about this. Is Browns seven and seven to one to have the best AFC regular season record? I think that's on the table. I I know you've got we mentioned the Chiefs and the Bills, uh, but I like the seven to one to have the AFC best regular season record. And if you go twelve and five, um, which I had them at. You know that that's right in the discussion. You might need to get to thirteen wins to get that one seed, but at seven to one odds, that's pretty good because I think your your two competitors really for that are, are going to be uh, Chiefs and Bills, and maybe the Ravens also. So um, yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of prop bets out there, and then one player prop I want to throw at you, Dave, and see what you think of this: Miles Garrett. Five and a half to one, so plus 550 to be defensive player of the year. So, if we think the Browns are going to be as good and taking the over, Miles Garrett's going to have to be a beast. And five and a half to one for defensive player of the year to me is a pretty good bet. And
2: it's one of those categories where if he puts up like a gaudy stat, like 20 sacks, like he's probably going to win that award, you know, even if he maybe isn't great against the run, which he probably will be. He's fantastic. But I like that one. And one more player prop that I like. Nick Chubb, most rushing yards in the NFL, six and a half to one. So I like those odds. He's got the third best odds behind Henry and Cook. Chubb, most rushing yards in the NFL, six and a half to one. What do you think?
0: I love that one also. Uh, the one that throws me off. Uh- is, is the fact that Derek Henry, uh, you know, just he, he's such a beast and, and, you know, how many yards he'll get this year. But look, if, if Henry gets dinged up, misses a couple games, you know, you never know. But, um, at six and a half to one, that's pretty good odds. They have Julio Jones now, though.
2: Don't you think if Rabel's going to air it out with, uh, Tannehill? No, I'm kidding. Ah, uh, you're, you're kidding. still going, you're no, still going no.
0: back to Henry. You're still going to that.
2: <laughs> and by the way, thank you out to Alabama in that 2014 uh, Sugar Bowl for not just giving Henry the ball like 35 times in that game. Yes. Thank you, Lane Kiffin, for having Blake Sims throw the ball to the Ohio State defense. We still appreciate that, Lane Kiffin. Um. So, yeah, some good stuff there from the Browns. I mean, man, Browns fans just must be like – I'm sure there's some trepidation too because like, expectations are so high, but like, my advice is just enjoy it. I mean, <laughs> they've been downtrodden for so many years. They had a very good season last year. They didn't just make the playoffs. They beat the Steelers. Browns fans, you'll have to let me know what that's like sometime, beat the Steelers in the playoffs. I have no idea what that feels like. I mean, you got to be feeling great if you're a Browns fan, Scotty.
0: Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Plus, you can listen to the games on the fan. I mean, what what's better than that? That's right. Up next,
2: we're going to take a look at Buckeyes in the NFL this season and where they're being drafted in fantasy. That is up next on The Money, 97.1 The Fan.
1: On air, online, on the app. New methods of consumption, same great radio taste. Take us with you everywhere. The
2: Fan, Ohio's sports destination. On The Money, 97.1 The Fan. I am Dave Biddle. I am joined by Scotty Vegas. We're going to take a look at Buckeyes in the NFL this year. Where they're getting drafted in fantasy, what you can expect from them. So, still, you know, the Buckeye that's being drafted the highest is Ezekiel Elliott. He's the number five running back by, according to The Athletic, those are the rankings I pulled up. Zeke, number five. uh, J.K. Dobbins, the number 13 running back, and making his debut in the running back list in fantasy football. Mr. Trey Sermon, the number 36 running back. So, at least according to the athletic, the Buckeyes have three of the top 36, including Zeke at number five. What do you make of those three?
0: Yeah. And, and Dave, I'm going to talk a little bit about Trey Sermon because, look, I think he is a potential steal for people in, in fantasy drafts. He's a guy who I've been targeting in a lot of mine, uh, ranked, as you said, in the mid 30s. But he's a guy who's right now the number two behind uh, Raheem Moser. But, I'm telling you, this is a guy who can be the starting running back relatively quickly on a very, very good offense. So, um you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Trey Sermon, if you're picking him right now, his average draft position is around 97. Um, but if you can potentially get a guy who's going to be a starting running back around 97, which, you know, you're looking at round eight, round nine, uh, I think there's good value. We talked about Zeke. With with Dak back, this is such a a different situation. The the offensive line back. Um, look, when when everybody was healthy last year, he was the number three running back in fantasy football at the beginning of the year. So I think Zeke, obviously, and then how about the wide receiver position, Dave? Because I know there's a guy who has slipped uh, in an average draft position, but is someone that you really like and someone who you're targeting, and that's of course Michael Thomas.
2: Well, yeah, I just think there's been an overcorrection here. Like, I mean, he is the number 54 wide receiver. <laughs> think about that. There are 53 wide receivers ranked ahead of Michael Thomas. And I get it to an extent. I think he should be like certainly out of the top 40, but I feel like there's been an overcorrection here. He's a guy that you can draft very late. Now, unless you're in a league with a bunch of Ohio State fans, somebody's probably going to draft him maybe too early. But if you go, if you're like in a national league and these, some of these, you know, he's being drafted where he's ranked. By the athletic, for example, number 54, you can get him very late, stash him, probably on IR for a while. Then, once he gets, you know, activated, he's probably not going to be great right away. But then, by the time playoff time rolls around, the Saints could have that offense rolling. I'm not big on Jameis Winston, but man, he couldn't be in a better spot. Maybe Taysom Hill will be the quarterback. But I think by the end of the year, Michael Thomas is going to be a factor. So, if you believe you're going to make the playoffs and you should, that shouldn't, you know, a late round pick that you stash shouldn't affect. Um, your regular season record, and then all of a sudden you have Michael Thomas when the uh, the postseason begins again. I'm not saying draft Michael Thomas early; draft him very, very, very late when people are drafting like kickers and defenses and stuff. You can maybe get him. Um, so yeah, I like him at number 54. Terry McLaurin is the best of the wide receivers um, for the Buckeyes in fantasy this year. The number 11 wide receiver, and you could say he's maybe should be more like 10 or nine. Curtis Samuel, his teammate with Washington, number 34 wide receiver, and one more guy who's getting drafted really, really late if you're in a deep league, Paris Campbell, the number 73 wide receiver in fantasy. And then, of course, at quarterback, Justin Fields, Athletic has him at number 20, the number 20 quarterback. And once he takes over that job, Scotty, he's going to be more of a top 15 guy, I think.
0: Absolutely. And look, there's always a fantasy football quarterback that is a late round pick that kind of jumps out, right? That, That surprises everybody and helps you win the league. And look, Three years ago, Patrick Mahomes was that guy in, in 2018. Uh, two years ago, Lamar Jackson was that guy. He was drafted, he, if he was even drafted, he was drafted really late. And then last year, Aaron Rodgers was a guy who was really late and ended up helping people win leagues. To me... Um, as as far as Justin Fields, he's a guy who's better in leagues where you get four points for passing touchdowns because I think there's a, a high likelihood he's going to get some rushing touchdowns. Um, and then going back to the wide receivers for a second, uh, as far as Michael Thomas, how long he's going to be out, I've seen best-case scenario, he's probably back by week three, which is end of September, and then worst-case scenario would be late October. So, you know, it, it's kind of a little... Little bit of a guessing game. That's why he's falling as as far down as he is. Um, but uh, so you've got uh, Michael Thomas falling, and I've got a question for you, Dave. Yes, sir. Um, the Madden rankings. So every year, obviously, the Madden game comes out. We know that the NFL just has a ton of great Buckeye players. I want you to guess from the madding Madden ratings. Give me the top five highest rated players if if you can hit these top five now this is this isn't fantasy this is offense and defense
2: oh wow uh so Patrick Mahomes has got to be up there
0: no I'm sorry uh, only Buckeyes oh, only Buckeyes, Buckeyes in I'm sorry oh, okay
2: I got gotcha. you so Chase Young Chase Young's got to be on there um I will say hmm let me think about this I'll go Terry McLaurin is he on there
0: Terry's fifth. Yep.
2: Okay. Um, I'll go Zeke.
0: Zeke is not. Not
2: on there. Okay. Okay. Let me think here. Oh, the the two Boses.
0: Yes. Both Boses.
2: And Chase Young. Okay. And I got Terry McLaurin. I got to get one more, huh? Uh, oh, geez. Um. Curtis Samuel? No. no. Who am I forgetting on defense? I'm forgetting somebody really good on
0: Denzel Ward. Uh, Denzel Ward is up there. He is sixth, but he's not top five. Who
2: am I forgetting? I'm forgetting somebody really good, aren't I? Justin Fields. <laughs> no. um, hmm.
0: Think defensive line.
2: Think deep, man. Another defensive lineman. Jeez. So we got Chase Young. Both Bosa's. Man, I'm going to kick myself here, aren't I? Oh, uh, okay, Cam Hayward. North. Yes.
0: Yes. There you going, go.
2: Going old school. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That's one of my, fa- and the Steelers always get like not only Buckeyes that are Buckeyes, but guys that I love like Cam Hayward, you know, Ryan Shazier. Obviously his career ended in horrible fashion, but still had a great career while he was in the NFL. Great guy. I'm glad he's at least able to walk. Um, Cam Hayward. That's a good one. I like that one right there. So, uh, do you want to give the listeners a heads up about the Bud Light picks? contest scotty i know you wanted to do that a little earlier i think we uh, forgot to do that so what's up with the bud light picks contest
0: absolutely i do it is back for year number two head to 971 the fan.com you can make your nfl game by game picks every week with us uh and We got a heck of a prize again this year. It's the ultimate fan cave from Bud Light. $900 for a new sectional. You get a big screen TV, a kegerator, a a, a Bud Light neon, and a ton of other stuff for your fan cave. All you have to do is go on to 971thefan.com, and right on the front page there, you can make your NFL picks for week one. You can already sign up and make your picks for week one, and through the NFL entire season, the winner will get that ultimate fan cave. So it's back this year, Dave. I love it. Up next, Scotty and I are going to take a look at futures odds in the
2: NFL and college football that we really like this year. That is up next on The Money. 97.1 The Fan.
1: One is upside down on an inversion table. The other one's wearing a tank top without pants. Ready for your workout? Radio doesn't get any better than this. You
2: nasty! Rothman
1: and Ice. Weekdays from
2: noon to three. Fan. The
1: Fan. Are-
2: Welcome back to On The Money, 97.1 The Fan. I am Dave Biddle. I am joined by Scott Prokoff, a.k.a. Scotty Vegas. We have Bodie Wells producing the show. You're just joining us. This is a show about fantasy football and sports gambling. All right, Scotty, let's take a look at notable futures odds in pro and college football. We're going to look at stuff like Super Bowl champion odds, national championship odds, Big Ten champion odds, stuff like that. Let's start with... Some division odds in the NFL. And let's start with the AFC North. Cleveland Browns fans, you're not going to like this. Maybe you will because you can make some money. The Baltimore Ravens are the favorite, plus 115 to win the AFC North. The Cleveland Browns, second, plus 150. Third, the Pittsburgh Steelers, 4-1. to one. If you're a Steeler fan and you think, hey, we're being overlooked here, 4-1 to one odds for you guys to win the division. My fellow Bengal fans, they're not giving us much love, and rightfully so. 22 to one odds for the Bengals plus 2,200 for the Bengals to win the AFC North because there's no way that they will win the AFC North. Um, I love the Browns at plus 150. We talked about this earlier.
0: Yeah, I- I'm with you, Dave. That's that's one of our, both of our best bets coming up later, I think is just a tease. But the, the fact that the Browns are not the favorite in the division surprises me. It, it really does, and the fact that you can get plus 150 value on it is great. Now, the one thing that I want to talk about with this division is, it. to me, Dave, and I've talked to a lot of Steeler fans, and they disagree with me, I think the Steelers take a big step back this year. It's so much so that there is a prop bet out there that I really like, and it's uh, that the Bengals will finish ahead of the Steelers, and you can get really good value on it. I know that that's crazy to think about. You know, you got the Bengals at twenty-two to one to win the in a, to win the AFC North. You got the the Steelers at four to one to win the AFC North. I actually think I'm worried about the arm strength for Ben. I'm worried about the offensive line. Uh, to me, I think the Steelers take a step back and. It wouldn't surprise me if your Cincinnati Bengals, Dave, finish ahead of the Steelers this year.
2: I hope you're right. Here's the problem the Bengals had the worst offensive line in football last year, and they did very little to upgrade it. They got Riley Reef at right tackle. That'll be an upgrade, but he's near the end of his career. Uh, I won't use the word washed up, but he's, uh, you know, I, I think he's near the end of his career. Former first round pick, young man out of Iowa. Uh, not that young anymore. Um, and then they drafted Jackson Carmen in the second round thinking, and they even said at the press conference, he's our starting right guard. We have him penciled in at right guard. He needs to earn it, but he's, we plan on him being starting right guard from day one. Well, he's running with the third team because it was a horrible, horrible pick. They didn't do enough. So that, you get Riley Reef. We'll see how much of an upgrade he is. Um, near the end of his career, and then Jackson Carmen, who looks like a complete bust already. So I don't know, man. It looks like they're setting their, themselves up to get Joe Burrow killed again. We'll see. I hope they can get past the Steelers. That that would be nice. Um, let's look at some of these other divisional odds. In fact, let's jump ahead. i want to look at the Super Bowl odds. This is to be the champion of the Super Bowl, and there's two runaway favorites: the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Bucks. Chiefs have, you know, the highest odds uh, plus. 500 so five to one for the chiefs six to one for the bucks then you jump all the way down to the bills 12 to one packers also 12 to one and then 14 or excuse me three teams bunched there at 14 to one with the ravens rams 49ers cleveland browns 16 to one to win the super bowl seahawks 22 to one cowboys 28 to one titans 28 to one and then the chargers 30 to one we'll cut it off there You like any value there? To me, the Chiefs at plus 500 is the one I would – I know that's the favorite, but plus 500, that's the one that I would bet on.
0: Yeah, you and I last year, we did basically updated Super Bowl odds throughout the entire year each Sunday, and we said, look, load up on the best team, which which was the Chiefs, we thought. All year long, we said – Chiefs, 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 and um, and look, it, it was a good bet. They got to the Super Bowl, um, and you could hedge out, you know, at, at the point where things got dicey. But for me, looking at this, I'm a little bit surprised that the Buccaneers are six to one and the Chiefs are five to one in the fact that I think the road to the Super Bowl for the Chiefs is more difficult than it is for the Buccaneers. I, I like the I think the AFC is just absolutely loaded. And and a big reason why is you know, the Buffalo Bills. I think the Bills at twelve to one, I think that's the value that I look at right now. That's the one I have circled to play is the Bills at twelve to one. I think Josh Allen in that offense is just going to be fantastic. I think their defense is going to be a little bit better. This year. So I've got the Bills at 12 to 1. And then if you're looking a little bit further down the board, look, the 49ers last year were so beat up. They were a great team two years ago, probably should have won the Super Bowl two years ago, didn't have the talent. And so I think at 14 to 1, the 49ers also offer really good value.
2: It's funny you brought that up. I'm going to stay in that same division. I like the Rams a little bit at 14 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Um, you know, now losing Acres hurts, but bringing Stafford in, they've got a good defense, they upgraded their offensive line. Um, we'll see what happens. I I I think the Rams, I mean, I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. If you're looking for a little bit of a long shot, Rams 14 to 1 might be one that I would look at. Now I want to get ahead to college football in a minute. Any other uh, you want to look at any other NFL Division odds that really catch your eye? Do you want to move on to college?
0: Yeah, let's do a couple where we think the favorite is not going to win the division. I guess and and for me, I'm going with the NFC East. Uh, the Cowboys are plus one twenty, which to me, that's I don't like those odds at all. I actually like Washington at plus two thirty. Yes. I think there's great value with Washington. You got the gunslinger quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick is in there now so I think they're they they got a little bit more uh, figured out on offense. We talked about how good we think Terry McLaurin's going to be this year. So that's an underdog team at +230 that I like to win the NFC East. The other division that I kind of like a little bit of value in um and, and that's uh the NFC West. Look, that NFC West is Loaded, right? We we talked about that last year. Rams, 49ers, Seahawks. I don't think the Cardinals are going to win the division. But I actually, I mentioned that the 49ers are one of those teams that I think there's good value on to to bounce back from a year where they just had too many injuries last year.
2: I'm going to give away all my best bets before we even get to the final segment of the show. You brought up Washington. I agree with you. Washington plus 230 to win the NFC East. I, I love that because yeah. I think they're the best team. And-, and Cowboys get all the hype. You know, people say they're undefeated in July. It's like Michigan's undefeated in August. You know, you always hear all the hype, you know. Maybe not so much this year when Phil Steele has Michigan ranked 60th in the country. They're not even ranked in the AP or, or coaches poll, but... Every year there's this hype about, and I'm gonna be rooting for them because of Zeke. But like, still, man, I think Washington, especially all they need is Fitz Magic just to kind of just be a game manager, which he can do. Um, that defense is electric, and I think Washington's gonna win that division. Plus two thirty, I love that. One more that I'll throw out there before I move on to college. Um, not getting great value here, but I, I just feel like unless you know they have like tons of injuries, I feel like the Bucks are a lock to win the NFC South. Now it's minus two hundred um you know you gotta bet 200 to win 100 i still like that i mean i'm gonna be shocked i mean the saints not having breeze thomas being banged up they, they have other issues with the saints i'm not sold on their quarterbacks at all now i like sean payton so we'll, you know i wouldn't completely rule them out but i'll be shocked if the bucks don't win the afc south championship so i like bucks minus 200 to win the south all right let's look ahead to college football here college football i absolutely love it here um, let's start with the odds to win the Big Ten championship. No surprise here. Ohio State minus two thirty. I thought it might be a little higher than that, though. I thought it might be minus three hundred. Ohio State minus two thirty to win the Big Ten championship.
0: I kind of like that. I think that is unbelievably good odds. <laughs> you really like, I, that. you know, <laughs> minus two thirty. So so basically uh for for people out there uh that means a $230 bet on Ohio State brings back 100 bucks uh profit so you know 230 to win 100 that that's fantastic value if you look at some of the other teams uh the the next best odds are Wisconsin at plus 550 you've got Penn State 8 to 1 Iowa ten to one. You got Michigan. You can throw that one out the window. That's twelve to one. They never even make Big Ten championship games. So you are just lighting your money on fire at twelve to one with Indiana. Indiana
2: should be have better odds than yes. that. Indiana's a plus fourteen and Michigan's plus twelve hundred. I mean, it's just come on now. Come on. Indiana's better than Michigan. It's just, we get it though. This isn't necessarily who they think is better. It's, it's, they're trying to get bets and Michigan's got a tremendous, <laughs> a more, you know, amount of name recognition than Indiana, even though Michigan's been pretty much irrelevant for 20 years. Save a year here and there, like 2006. They're absolutely relevant in 2006 when we had the number one versus number two game. Um, but for the most part, Michigan's been irrelevant since 1997. It's crazy. Yeah, man, I'm with you. I mean, now, if you're, let's take the scarlet and gray glasses off. If you're not betting Ohio State to win the Big Ten and there was somebody else that you had to bet on, would you take Indiana plus 14, go for the long shot? Would you maybe go Wisconsin plus 550? Penn State plus 800? If you're not taking Ohio State and you had to bet somebody else, who would it be?
0: If I had to bet somebody else, First off, I would eliminate betting anybody else from the East, okay? because I think the Ohio State's a lock to win the division. But if you get into a one game, big Ten championship game scenario, right? where you could have an upset in that one game, I would say I would take Iowa at 10 to one. They can run the ball. Um, at 10 to 1, look, I don't think Iowa is going to win this conference, but as far as value, I could see them coming out of the West, beating, beating Wisconsin. Uh, and, and so that to me, that would be the value pick if you're eliminating Ohio State.
2: Yeah, and if Minnesota didn't have to play Ohio State in the opener, because I think that's going to be an L for the Gophers, um, I might pick Minnesota to win the West. I mean, Wisconsin doesn't have to play Ohio State in the regular season, so I think that that gives them a big leg up. Now, I still think it's going to come down to Wisconsin. Now, Iowa will be in the mix, too. Uh, I like this Minnesota team. That's going to be no cakewalk in that opener, as every Buckeye fan knows. I mean, that's a physical veteran Minnesota team. They can run the ball with Ibrahim. They've got a fifth-year senior quarterback in Tanner Morgan, who actually can come back next year because last year didn't count. Um, I think Minnesota's going to have a bounce back year. They were good two years ago, struggled last year in the weird season. Again, if Minnesota didn't play Ohio State Um, I think they might win the West. All right, let's look at odds to win the national championship. Buckeyes have the sixth, or excuse me, the third best odds. Alabama, no surprise, is the favorite plus two fifty for the Crimson Tide to repeat as national champions. Clemson plus three fifty checks in at number two. Ohio State number three plus 600 Oklahoma's next seven to one oh, excuse me Georgia no they just have this in, in the wrong order here Georgia's actually third at five to one Ohio State's fourth at six to one then Oklahoma at seven to one and then a huge jump Iowa State 28 to 28 to one A&M 28 to one LSU 33 to one Florida 33 to one yada 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 no, we'll mention Notre Dame Bodie Notre Dame 40 to one what jumps
0: out at you here Scotty which, by the way, somehow Michigan is only fifty to one. <laughs> Again, talk about throwing your money away. Um, but here, here's what I'm I'm looking at, Dave. Look, we look at the top five: Bama, Clemson, Ohio State, Oklahoma, and Georgia, and 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 then huge drop off, right? So I don't think I don't think either one of us would put any money on any of the long shots below the top five. Uh, you know, I, I obviously. Ohio State, I love their chances to win the Big Ten to get into the playoff. I think if you're looking for value, I think Oklahoma is basically a lock to win the Big 12 and uh, to get into the playoff. Look, they're the ones, they they are the the team that has gotten into the playoff and gotten blown out multiple times. I think there might be a little bit of value, though, uh, bringing back Spencer Rattler. Also, uh, talent. So I could see Oklahoma at seven to one. I'll, full disclosure: I don't like betting the NCAA national championship odds. I don't. I, I just don't see enough value in any of these. But if I were to pick one value wise, I'd say Oklahoma at seven to one.
2: I want to take quickly a look at the Pac-12 odds to win the Pac-12 championship. Ohio State's going to be playing Oregon in week two. Oregon is the favorite in the Pac-12, two to one odds. And then it goes Washington plus 325, USC plus 375, Arizona State plus 400 checks in at 4th. If I am betting any of those, I might go Oregon, but I like Arizona State. I think Arizona State's the second best team in that league. Um, they've got a lot more talent than people think. Arizona State at 4-1 to one to win the Pac-12, that's one I kind of like, Scotty.
0: Yeah, that that league is just so wide open to me. It's interesting that the favorite Oregon is 2 to 1. So I think that shows you that the you know, there's a lot of uncertainty towards the top. Another team in the Pac-12 that I like is Utah, and they're coming in at uh plus 550. So it's such a wide open conference to me. It's a, it's a no bet, no play for me, but I think Utah offers a little value.
2: We're just 6 days away from college football. Woo! Illinois against Nebraska, 11 days away from Buckeye Mm. football. It feels so good to say that. So good. It's going to be here before we know it. On the Money is sponsored by Mobile Center, taking care of all of your cellular needs. Mobile Center, now part of the 5G T-Mobile network. And Bud Light, America's favorite light lager. The Fan, Ohio's sports destination. All right, up next, we're going to take a look at the betting and fantasy preview of the Cincinnati Bengals. That is up next on the Money, 97.1 The Fan.
1: Always imitated, never duplicated. Your heritage sports talker and flagship home for Ohio State athletics. The Fan, Ohio sports destination.
2: Ah! On the money, ninety-seven point one. The Fan. I am Dave Biddle. I am joined by the one and only Scotty Vegas. I love that nickname. It's, it's simple but perfect. Scotty Vegas. My man, he knows the sports gambling very, 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 very well. Speaking of sports gambling, let's get into some betting advice and some fantasy advice, Scotty, for the Cincinnati Bengals. This is going to be a quick segment. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do we need to even mention the Super Bowl odds? 100 to 1 for I've, them to win the Super Bowl, which was tied for the third lowest yeah. in the NFL.
0: I was looking through that during the break, Dave, and I'm like, boy, I could just kind of cross out, uh, 100 to 1 Super Bowl, uh, 55 to 1 AFC, 22 to 1 AFC North. Yeah, we can kind of throw those away. I think the ones that are, are, are relevant though, um, number one is, 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 The Bengals to have a winning record this year. I don't, is that relevant? I'm not sure, but it's four to one. The Bengals are four to one to have a winning record and then plus, uh, 460. So again, in betting terms, that's putting a hundred dollars down and winning 460, uh, for the Bengals to make the playoffs. So I don't like any of those. Uh, what about you, Dave? This is, this is your Bengal team. I'm excited to see Joe Burrow. I just don't. See any of those matter, Those numbers mattering?
2: Yeah, Burrow plus six fifty for comeback player of the year might be the best bet. I, I, yeah, and frankly, I, unless it's an Alex Smith situation where you almost get your leg amputated and you've missed like two full years or three, whatever it was, like I hate when it's a guy like misses half a year because of injury who's playing great and then he plays great next year only because he stays healthy and he's comeback player of the year. I feel like comeback player of the year should be a guy that like again, unless it's Alex Smith, should be a guy that that just stunk. Not because of injuries, but just it was not very good. And then everybody kind of wrote him off, and then he's the comeback player of the year. But that's not how they do it. So Burrow, 650 for comeback player of the year. I think he's going to have a good year. What's the over-under for wins for the Bengals? Is it seven or six and a half? I think I've seen both. What have you seen Uh, for over-under?
0: I've seen six and a half. Um, That's interesting.
2: What What would you take on that?
0: Well, I I would honestly, I would probably still take under. I think it'll be right around six. Yeah. but again, I made the I made the comment that I think the Steelers are going to take a step back this year and I think there's a chance that the Bengals could compete with the Steelers. And here's the thing, you know, we're we're ripping on these these Super Bowl odds and AFC and AFC North odds. But to me, the Bengals are going to be much, uh, will be must-watch this year in the fact that I love the talent all over this offense. And so while the Bengals aren't a threat in these division odds and Super Bowl odds, they are absolutely, uh, uh, they've got a lot of players to look at in, in fantasy football. And Jamar Chase, adding him to T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd, I think you might have probably one of the top 3 uh groups of wide receivers in all the NFL and that might be three top 40 wide receivers in the NFL. And so this offense is going to be fun and and Dave, I'm I'm really excited to get your opinion because I think Joe Mixon is going to be a fantasy stud this year. If if the injuries can stay away this year and and we know he has tons of potential and Geo, you know, Geo is gone for this year, so I think there's some extra. Uh, value in Joe Mixon.
2: What do you think? Especially in PPR, even half. I I, I think you feel the same way. I advocate half point PPR. I think yes. full point PPR is a, a little rich. I mean, you can like get a swing pass, lose five yards and then you get a point. Like, come on, let's do half point PPR. Yeah, I think in PPR, half point PPR, whatever it is, Joe Mixon has really good value this year. Yeah, injuries are a concern with him. Also, the offensive line's a concern, even though they've upgraded it a little bit. They didn't do nearly enough. That's a concern. It's also a concern when you got, you know, three three wide receivers that are going to get the ball, you know, with Jamar Chase and T Higgins and Tyler Boyd, they're going to be throwing the football. I mean, Zach Taylor is just, I mean, he had games last year. He's throwing Joe Burrow like 50 times a game as a rookie and with a bad offensive line. I mean, just so they're gonna probably throw the ball, but that can help Joe Mixon too because he can catch some of those passes. So make sure it's a PPR. If it's not a PPR league, that knocks Joe Mixon down a lot, in my opinion. But you make a great point with no Geo there. They're not gonna be pulling Joe off the field on third down, uh, to get Geo in there. They're not gonna be spelling Joe Mixon with Geo. Although I like Samaje P. Ryan as a backup running back, a guy kind of a change of pace guy, the little, you know, the Oklahoma guy, kind of throw him in there and let, let him just beat up the, the defense a little bit, loosen him up a little bit. Now, we'll see about the, the receivers. There's been some talk, Jamar Chase, not just some talk, I mean, in the preseason game last night, he had three drops. He had five drops his entire year at LSU when they won the national championship. Five the entire year, and he's been dropping passes in practice, they're saying. That's a concern. Hopefully that's just like a blip on the radar and he'll get it locked in, but that's a concern. I like Joe Burrow in fantasy this year. He, I'm not saying, you know, draft him early, but if you're waiting on a quarterback, you know, he's ranked right around 10th, 11th, depending on what, uh, service you're looking at. Joe Burrow, to me, is going to have a good – he was having a good year last year before he got hurt, and he's got better weapons now. So I like Joe Burrow in fantasy this year.
0: I'm with you, and and really for three reasons. Number one, we mentioned how good those wide receivers uh, and and how good that group is. Um, So I love that. Number two, I love the fact that the Bengals have a really, really bad defense. And that's a big factor for uh, fantasy quarterbacks. The Bengals are going to be behind in a lot of football games, and they're going to have to throw and sling it around. And so you're going to get a lot of late, uh, late, uh, game numbers coming from Joe Burrow. So I think there's, there's value with, with the, the bad defense. And then we mentioned, you know, I think their, their, their offensive line is going to be a little bit better and Joe Mixon. So I, you know, this offense is going to score points. They're going to have to score points because that defense is so bad. And so I'm, I'm with you. I, I think Joe Burrow is a good sleeper. Look, last year, he went, before he went out, he was on pace to be uh, one of the top 15 quarterbacks in the league as far as fantasy goes. I think he improves on that, and so I think he is a good late-round pick. Yeah, even with Jamar
2: Chase with the drops, again, hopefully he just gets over that. It, I'm still, you know, Jamar Chase is a rookie with all this potential. I'll take him over washed-up A.J. Green. You know, so you add, you add Jamar Chase, yeah. you get rid of A.J. Green. T. Higgins is stronger. T. Higgins was really good as a rookie last year. He could be a sneaky good pick in fantasy this year because everybody's overlooking him because of Jamar Chase. T. Higgins was really good last year, and he's added like 10 pounds. Um, you know, he's catching everything. There's no talk about him dropping anything. Now, it wouldn't be on the money if I didn't put Scotty Vegas on the spot. I didn't even tell him I was going to do this it wouldn't be one of our shows if i didn't put scotty on the spot and ask him when in the heck are we gonna have legalized sports gambling in ohio
0: okay dave so <laughs> i love that we're that we're getting into this on show number one because nothing uh gets me more angry I than the fact that it is not legal yet in the state of ohio because it is legal everywhere you look north everywhere else. east south yes. west it is legalized all around us mm-hmm. um so here is here is the latest. Uh, it looked like it was going to get done in late June. Um, it didn't get done. It is supposedly supposed to be at the top of the agenda uh, in September. And uh, all the framework is basically done. Just got to get uh, agreement across the board. It looks like... If that does happen in September, what it would mean would be legalized gambling would start as early as April of 2022. okay so that's that's kind of the plan. That's the way everything is is, is looking and trending right now is hopefully this can get done in September for it to be ready and up and running next April. We
2: need one of those executive orders from Governor Mike DeWine. Name, image, and likeness was going off the rails. He's like, no, 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 no. Let me do an executive order. Bam, that's done. How about we just do that with legalized sports gambling? You're right. You can go to any neighboring state, and it's legal. It's ridiculous that we're waiting this long. Ohio behind the times as usual. Up next is our football quick hitters, where Scotty and I will answer five burning questions about the NFL and college football. That is up next on The Money, 97.1 The Fan.
1: The only workplace in America to participate in the doorknob fart game. And we also play office basketball and sometimes do radio. The Fan, Ohio sports destination.
2: On the Money, 97.1 The Fan, I am Dave Biddle. I'm joined by Scotty Vegas. It is time for our football quick hitters. These are five questions about the NFL or college football that must be answered. Number one, Scotty. What is a later-round player that you're hoping to grab in every one of your fantasy drafts this year?
0: So, two guys who I've been targeting. I know you said one, uh, but I'm going to go Levis already. Chenault. Uh, wide receiver from the Jags. I love him a lot. A lot of good things out of him out of camp. Um, But I'm also going to go with a Buckeye that I want to have on my team, and that's Trey Sermon. We talked about the fact that he could be the 49ers starting running back this year. And he's being drafted as a running back in the 30s. If you can get him in round 10, 11, 12, Trey sermon to me has the ability to be a big time late round lottery pick for you. You know, by the way, Dave, uh, kind of going off this a little off, off track a little bit. I love the fact that the biggest, uh, fantasy issue that I have right now is everybody wants to, schedule their, their fantasy drafts at the same night, same time. It, I, to me, that might signal that I'm in too many leagues, but I love you send out your email of, hey, let's pick on Monday night, and I've got another couple drafts on Monday night. It, it's it's just getting ridiculous trying to organize all these. So are you saying Monday night is not a good night for you? We're doing no this good. live on the air for uh, for my <laughs> league. Yes, I just saw your email. No, No for Monday night.
2: Oh, goodness. So I'm not, I'm gonna have to pick a different day, huh? Oh, <laughs> man. I thought I was at my fantasy limit. I keep thinking I'm at my fantasy limit. People keep saying, you wanna join my league? You wanna join my league? You wanna join my league? I acquiesced with, uh, you know, with Jeff Pavolino, and I'm joining the 97.1, the yes. fan league. Gotta do that. It's a big league. Like 14 teams in that one? 14. Jeez, that's a big one. That's a big one. All right. Now I'm going with Michael Thomas to answer the first question. I I talked about this earlier. I mean there's been an overcorrection here. I mean you can get him like where teams are like starting to draft like defenses and kickers. That's how late he's being drafted. Like the fifty fourth wide receiver off the board. You draft him, you stash him, put him on IR assuming your league has an IR, and you got to think you're going to make the playoffs, right? Taking a late-round wide receiver that's not going to play for a few weeks shouldn't hurt your chances of making your league's playoffs by the time the playoffs roll around. Guess what? You've got Michael Thomas. Now, is it Michael Thomas catching balls from Drew Brees? No, but that's still going to be a steal for me. So Michael Thomas is a guy that I'm targeting if he falls to, like I'm saying, like the 54th wide receiver off the board, I will be taking him. All right, number two in our football quick hitters. Scotty, which NFL rookie will have the biggest fantasy year?
0: I think the obvious answer is probably Najee Harris. I mean, being the the Steelers' number one running back, and we know that the Steelers are are a a team that likes to rely on one running backs and have had a ton of success uh, with fantasy running backs. So I think Harris makes sense. But I want to throw out another name that I think late in the draft might be a guy that that could – impact teams later in the year and help you in the fantasy playoffs. And that's Trey Lance. I I told you guys that I'm high on the 49ers. I think they got crazy potential. They, They had so many injuries last year. I think Trey Lance and really Justin Fields also. I think both of those guys, Trey Lance and Justin Fields, are good late fantasy stashes. Because look, in the past we've seen quarterbacks come out of nowhere. Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, last year, Aaron Rodgers, as far as fantasy goes, and help you win the league. I think Trey Lance, Justin Fields could be those guys. I thought
2: you were going to go Trey Sermon on me. I well go that Sermon. I went
0: with the last question. I can't I double I- up.
2: I thought, well, you can. I mean, you might be the biggest Trey Sermon fan in the world. Maybe you're going to double up there. Yeah, I'm going to go with the obvious answer that you mentioned, um, Najee Harris. I mean, the Steelers didn't draft him in the first round for him to be like a <laughs> a guy that shares the load. You don't draft a running back in the first round unless you think he's going to be your guy. He's going he's to be a third down, a three down back. And I think, now their offensive line's not very good, but still, I think Najee Harris, just by volume, is going to be the best of the fantasy rookies. Number three in our football quick hitters, Scotty. Which game on Ohio State's schedule is the toughest? Ooh. You can't say so you can't just assume they're going to play Alabama in the national championship. Game. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: um, so here's the thing: I went and I looked at some of the early odds for this season. I really dove into this question. Um, and Oregon is a uh, against Oregon. Ohio State is already a preseason. 10-point favorite in that game. Against Indiana, they're an 11-point favorite. Penn State, 10.5. Michigan, 11.5. So that shows Ohio State is a double-digit favorite in every single regular season game already on their schedule uh, in the preseason. To me, the toughest game, the one I'm most worried about, Dave, is probably that Penn State game. But I, I still, out of all four, I, I think they win all four by double digits. So I'm going to say Penn State, but it's close. If it
2: was in Happy Valley with whiteout conditions, I would say Penn State. I'm going to go with Oregon. Oregon's going to come up with a chip on their shoulder, the the program. Not that these kids have anything to do with it. Oregon's never beaten Ohio State. They're 0-9, and, uh, and they've lost some big games. <laughs> they've lost Rose Bowls. They've lost a national championship game uh, in 2014 to the Buckeyes. Now, again, those kids were not on the team. That's, this, this coaching staff was not there, but still, that's going to be – you know, they're going to come in with a chip on their shoulder. Again, though, I think Ohio State's going to win that game by double digits, though. But if I have to pick yeah. one, it's, it's Oregon. There's going to be a game that's, that, that is close. That's either they, I think they're either going to go, they're going to win the Big Ten regardless, in my opinion. I think there's a chance they could lose a game along the way that we're not expecting. Um, but I think even if they do, it's not going to cost them. They're, they'll still win the Big Ten and get in the college football playoff because I think 12-1 and Ohio State, Big Ten champ, would make the playoff. Uh, so I'll go with Oregon, but again, I think I'm with you. I think they're going to win that game by double digits. All right, number four. Which college football team ranked in the top ten to enter the season will end up unranked by the end of the season?
0: Yeah, and, and this happens every single year, by the way. 13 of the last 14 years, uh, a top 10 team has ended up not ranked. So somebody is probably going to be ended uh, ending up not ranked. And I guess, and I look, I look up and down this top 10, I guess I'll go Cincinnati, uh, which I hate to do because I love Luke Fickle, but... You know, they have a tough schedule. they play Indiana, they play Notre Dame. I think they probably will lose both of those games. There are a chance they're going to lose both, maybe lose a league game. so it, this is a tough prediction because looking up through that top ten, I didn't see an obvious answer. I guess I'm going to go Cincinnati uh, just based on their schedule. I did have one that jumped out at me because I was thinking this is going to be tough, and I'm looking and then I
2: saw one at, at six that just jumped off the page at me texas a and m mm. Now unranked, that's tough because I could see them being 20th, but they're going to suffer suffer multiple losses last year they're ranked this high based off a of kind of a fluky year last year um, yeah I mean they lost their quarterback they lost you know they have a tough schedule and then if they lose a game or two they're not expected to lose which they very well could be I mean Jimbo Fisher's an okay coach I don't think he's a great coach all of a sudden they would be outside of the top 25 so I will go with Texas a and m Alright, the fifth and final question here in our Football Quick Hitters. Which preseason bet with the odds of 10 to 1 or more would
0: you make? So, I mentioned the AFC North and how, you know, the Browns are the underdog in the division. Now, taking them to win the division, that's not 10 to 1 or more. But here's what is 10 to 1 or more is the exact outcome in the AFC North. I've got it at The Browns finishing first, the Ravens finishing second, the Bengals finishing third, the Steelers finishing fourth. It has to go in that exact order, but it pays 18 to 1. I think there's good value. Now, that's, of course, asking the Browns to to win the division. That's asking the Bengals to to somehow finish with a little bit better record than the Steelers. I, I told you I think the Steelers take a big step back this year. Um, they have a really, really tough schedule. They've got a bad offensive line, and I'm worried about Ben's arm strength. So I'm going to say at 18-1, the AFC North going Browns, Ravens, Bengals, Steelers.
2: Now, full disclosure, I am not going to make any bets that are 10 to 1 in the preseason this year, but if I had to make one, I would go a s- extreme long shot. Stay with me here. Boston College to win the ACC championship. They're getting 30 to 1 odds. I'm a little biased here. I like Jeff Halfley. They were good last year. They're bringing a lot of guys back, including their quarterback. Um, I think they're going to be sneaky good this year. Now, of course, I think Clemson's going to win, but you give me 30 to 1 odds. I can lay a five, five spot on there. I mean, for I me, mean $5, not 500 When you know, put $5 on that and you win 200, yeah, 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 much to lose. Throw 500, throw five bucks on there. Don't throw 500. Don't throw 500. Throw five bucks on there. If Jeff Halfley gets it done, you win 200. I like 30 to one odds there for Boston College to win the ACC championship. If I had to make an extreme long shot bet, which I'm not going to do, by the way, Scotty, the Bud Light picks contest is back. What do the good people need to know about that?
0: Yes, front page, 971thefan.com. Every single week, make your NFL picks. I go on there. I make my picks. We, we discuss our picks. Dave and I do every Sunday before the games start. Uh, and you can join us. And by the way, we're giving away an amazing Bud Light fan cave. Prize, and what it includes is $900 towards a new couch, right? You can always use a new couch, a new sectional, uh, $900 plus a big screen TV. You get a kegerator from Bud Light. You get a Bud Light neon sign. I mean, it's incredible. All you have to do is pick winners. That's what we do every week. You're going to go and you're going to pick winners every Sunday. And all you have to do right now is go on 971thefan.com, front page, front slider, click on it, and start entering your week one picks.
2: I still crack up thinking back to last year. We initially called it the Man Cave, and then yeah. the w- women's just started just kicking butt, and we were like, wait a minute. we gotta, <laughs> we got to change the name here. Fan Cave. It's perfect. Fan Cave. Mostly because the women came out guns a-blazing last year and just beating the men down left and right in the uh, Bud Light Picks <laughs> Contest. Love it, love it, love it. All right, up next is Best Bets, where Scotty and I will give our favorite bets to make this week. That is up next on The Money, 97.1 The Fan.
1: It opens your mind to stimulating conversation and live sports. And best of all, it still costs zero dollars. The Fan, Ohio's sports destination.
2: On the money, 97.1 The Fan. I am Dave Biddle, joined by Scotty Vegas. Final segment of the show, season debut of the show here. It's great to be back. It's also time for Best Bets. Hit it, Bodie
1: time for Biddle and Scotty Vegas to fight to the death. It's time, it's time for best, best Bets.
0: Sponsored by Mobile Center. Part of the 5GT Mobile Network.
2: Seems a little violent. <laughs> I guess we're only going to have one host next week. <laughs> All right. This is where Scotty and I pick our five favorite bets to make this week. And it can be anything from the sports world. Now, once the NFL season begins, we will do our five favorite NFL bets each week. All right. Here we go, Scotty. What are your five best bets for this week?
0: And you and I, by the way, we dominated this last year, right? We, we made these five picks every week last you year. You
2: dominated. We, I was barely over 500, but I'll, but thank you. Thank we're, you. We're a you combined dominated. effort. We're a we team. don't really
0: fight to the death. It's, it's right. a combined effort.
2: <laughs> I appreciate that.
0: So I'm going to go, number one, I told you at the top of the show I've been on fire with golf bets uh, the first one I'm making is Justin Thomas seven to one to win the Northern Trust. Now they're rained out today, so they're going to finish tomorrow. He's only two back heading into the final round, uh, so Justin Thomas at seven to one. I've got that. Uh, I told you that I'd really like the uh, Titans in the AFC South this year, so I'm going to take the Titans at minus one fifteen. Especially with Wentz out for who knows how long. Uh, I've got the team to be the number one seed in the AFC. I've got the Bills at 4-1. to one. I like the Bills a lot this year. I think there's good value. I think there's good value on them at, at the Super Bowl odds of 12-1. to one, But I'm taking them 4-1 to one to be the one seed in the AFC. I'm taking the Packers to win the NFC in the farewell tour in Green Bay for Aaron Rodgers. So 6-1 to one to win the NFC. And then lastly... I gotta go tennis. I was at the tennis tournament this week. I'm gonna go tennis. U.S. Open. I've already got this one in. I've got Novak Djokovic in at even money at the U.S. Open as he tries to win four majors in a row this year. So four for Joker. I'm taking it at even money.
2: I don't know where you found that. I have one. Djokovic is one of my best bets. I'll get to that in a minute. I don't have as good. I need to find wherever you're getting your uh, your lines from. Obviously, not from here in Ohio.
0: Sorry, I'll, <laughs> no. I'll get over. It.
2: No, no, actually, I won't get over it. I won't get. We have every other state around us has legalized sports gambling, and Ohio's behind the times. It's ridiculous. All right, my five best bets. Number one, talk about this throughout the show. Michigan under seven and a half wins futures bet. Twelve game regular season. Michigan would have to go eight and four for you to lose that bet if you go under. That means they would have to enter the game at eight and three. If you think they're going to lose to Ohio State, which they will, they ain't, they're not entering that game at eight and three. So they can even go seven and five. You'll still win the bet. I love Michigan under. Seven and a half wins. Number two, I like the Browns, plus 150 to win the AFC North. I think they're the best team. We talked about this earlier. The Ravens are the favorite. I think the Browns are the better team. And I like that plus one fifty for the Browns to win the AFC North. I also have Djokovic winning the U.S. Open. By the way, I hope he doesn't. I don't like him, but like everybody's dropping out. <laughs> now Medvedev and Zverev and Tsitsipas are, you know the young gen are still there, but like there's no Federer, there's no Nadal. Djokovic to win the U.S. Open. I have it at minus one fifty. That's on Bovada, so I got to find the even money. I like I like the even money a lot better than minus one fifty. Number four again. I don't hope this happens, but the Milwaukee Brewers. 4-1 to one to win the National League Championship, the NL pennant. Here's why. I don't think they're the best team in the NL, but they're the only division leader that basically has their division locked up. Hopefully the Reds catch them. You know, the Dodgers and the Giants are the two best teams, but they're battling for that AL West crown, and one of them's going to be uh, in a one-and-done playoff situation. The Brewers with that pitching staff, Offense is coming around, and again, they don't have to worry about playing in the wild card, most likely. Brewers plus 400 is some good value there to win the NL pennant. I hope the Reds win it, of course, but Brewers is who I'll go with there. Number five, I really like this one. We talked about this one earlier, too, Scotty. The Washington football team plus 230 to win the NFC East. The Cowboys are the favorite, and a prohibitive favorite, too. I don't get it. Washington plus 230 to win the NFC East. So those are my five best bets. Scotty are you liking the fact that we're going to a 17 game schedule this year in the NFL because I like it it's just more you know more betting more fantasy football I like it well,
0: more football I'm all in for more football that's why when people complain about oh there's too many bowl games you're crazy it's more football just give me more football 17 weeks I'm in
2: yeah at first I was like 16 is good you know and like I, but maybe that's just scared to change because I love it just you know selfishly I love 17 game season I'm glad they did it
0: yeah, absolutely. And by the way, your best bet of Michigan—you've talked me into that one. I'm all in on the under for Michigan at seven and a half. That's a good bet. I'm in on that. And the Joker money—that was placed before Nadal was out, so I've got—I've uh, got it at even money.
2: Well, that's our show for today. We we will be we will be with you every Sunday from nine to eleven, talking fantasy football and sports gambling for Bodie Wells and Scotty Vegas. I am Dave Biddle. Up next on the fan pregame coverage of the Giants at the Cleveland Browns.
1: In our quest to shove as much football in your ear hole as possible, we become the radio home for the Browns. If they're awesome, it's all our fault. Oh
0: man. Are you a slurpy drink connoisseur? Do you know the secret to the perfect Big Gulp drink mix? Find your next... If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA